A red heifer update. The prophesied socialistic end-time world government in the United States and the China-Russia-Iran alliance will it lead to World War III. We will analyze these events from a prophetic perspective on this edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And <clears throat> i got several things I want to go over with you today, as time allows. But I have a meeting tomorrow. Um, I had a guy contact me that said that they are, were having rabbis come from Israel and working with Texas ranchers to see if they could find a red heifer, a true red heifer. And I'll explain to you about the red heifer in just a moment. But I'm going to a meeting tomorrow. Uh, That would be, uh, what, December 21st. And it's at Freedom Church, 2435 East Hebron Parkway, over here in Carrollton, Texas. I've got a lot of people meeting me here at end time at noon tomorrow. Uh, We're going to be going over to that meeting. And the guy's name, I told him I would mention it on air. The guy that's over it, his name is Byron Stinson. Uh, And these guys contacted me, wanted to know if I would be interested in coming and looking at one of the red heifers. I think they found maybe 10 or 11 of them. Some of them, once they got old enough, I think they shipped them to Israel already. Uh, But they've got one here in Carrollton that we're going to go look at. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll, we'll be able to talk to the rabbis and uh, maybe get a bunch of questions answered, possibly about the building of the temple. I don't know. I'm going to do the best I can to get as much information out of them as possible uh, so I can give you an update. Uh, I've got a lot of people that are going to meet uh, me here, and then we're going to drive over there. So again, if, you'd, if, you'd, if you're in this area and you want to go see it, I think they would be fine with you coming and looking at it. Um, the guy put out on his website, Come One, Come All, And so it's at Freedom Church, 2435 East Hebron Parkway. That's in Carrollton, Texas, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Um, And you could possibly see maybe one of the red heifers. Um, And all they really need is one. They need them to be in the third year. So, you know, two plus years old into the third year. And then they would be ready. They're just born. They're brand new. And I think they have, like I said, 10 or 11 of them that are have been approved by the rabbis, and uh, we're going to see one of them tomorrow. And then I'll be able to give you a better update once I get some of my questions answered and different things. We'll take some pictures. And uh, now, the question is, do I support, you know, the creation of uh, uh, the red heifer and the building of the temple and things like that? We talk about it here at End Time Ministries because it is prophecy. The Bible says that they will resume the sacrifices because the Antichrist will cause the sacrifices to cease. 
in order to resume the sacrifices, they need a red heifer for the purification sacrifice. So the question is, uh, or I wanted to tell you, no, I don't support the red, uh, you know, the creation of red heifer, this red heifer effort. I do talk about it because it's prophecy. Will I ever give any money towards it? No. Will I give, ever give any money towards the building of the third temple? No. Because I believe the salvation plan is to be born again. Jesus Christ was the perfect sacrifice, sacrificed 2,000 years ago on Calvary. The act of Calvary is our plan of salvation. However, we do talk about this because the Bible says that there will be sacrifices that resume uh, once the peace agreement signed, the final seven-year peace agreement, once that's signed, the third temple will be built. They'll resume sacrifices. The Antichrist will come along and cause those sacrifices to cease. These red heifers could be the ones that might be used for that. They found 10 or 11 of them. They've been working for years to try to find one and have not found one of age that didn't have some off-colored hair. So that's kind of where I'm at, and I'll be going with the group over there tomorrow. Now, why is the red heifer so important? Well, to the, to the Jews that are still living under the law. Well, God instructed Israel in, back in Numbers 19 that a person could not go up to the sanctuary of the Lord if he had ever had contact with a dead body. And until that individual went through a, uh, a ritual purification, if a person had ever been in the house of a dead body or visited a funeral home, walked through a cemetery, or, or even been in a hospital when someone had died, experienced any contact with a dead person in any other way, that individual was considered impure or, uh, and they weren't allowed to go into the house of the Lord. So any person violating that command was to be cut off from the people of Israel. And, you know, in modern day terms, that person would be excommunicated. Uh, now, we're talking about when the temple's built, okay? So Jewish religious leaders believe that no one on earth today is pure from contact with a dead body. And for this reason, they do not believe that it's possible to rebuild Israel's third temple. Jews who presently visit the Temple Mount, they take great care not to go into those areas where the first and second temple once stood. So a red heifer, as described back in Numbers 19, is the only way under Jewish law that a person can be purified from contact with a dead body. And consequently, Jews believe a qualified red heifer must be produced before Israel's third temple can be rebuilt. Now, that's why I wanted to go see this red heifer. You know, they've invited me over there, and I thought, yeah, I'll go over and check it out. I'll, you know, I'll ask about the third temple. And I've, I've kind of got a goal for wanting to go because it's, if, if these, one of these red heifers were to be used and they were to build the third temple, which we know it's really close to time for all that to happen, then I would possibly have pictures of one of them and be talking to the rabbis that are working right with um, to, to build the third temple eventually. So I, I, I'm definitely going to be involved in that tomorrow. So the importance of the red heifer in the words of the Temple Institute. The Temple Institute is a, the templeinstitute.org is a place where we take our tour groups every time we go. Hopefully we're going to go in the spring of this next year if this COVID thing backs off 
or um, Omicron or whatever it's going to be called by then. But um, we take our tour groups there because they're the ones that have the instruments that will be used. The brazen altar, the laver, the, the table of shewbread, the candelabra, the, the altar of incense. They've even got, actually got a, um, a, 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 a mock-up of the Ark of the Covenant and all the different implements, the priest robes and everything. So the Temple Institute has some things to say about this. I'll get to it on the other side of the break, and then we'll get off into world government. So got a lot of things to cover today. We're going to have to move along pretty quickly. But thank you for joining me. I want to say God bless each and every one of you during this Christmas season. And just remember the reason for the season. Very, very important. Get seven deals of Christmas starting now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? You were so excited you couldn't sleep. What experience and gifts would you receive this year? The atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited these seven deals are available through the end of 2021. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives. And that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2021, you can get deals like an End of the Age Plus subscription for $987 per month or just $99 per year, Jerusalem Prophecy College enrollment for $35 per course, or my personal favorite, our brand new package, Irvin's Last Words. This is a five DVD set that includes Irvin's last sermon, conference, TV show, and radio show, valued at over $100, but we're going to give it to you free with a donation of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash Christmas to access these exclusive deals through the end of the year. You can also call 800-END-TIME. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. So I, I got a little bit more on the red heifer and then we'll get into world government. Templeinstitute.org. They actually say on their website, in our own times, the commandment of the red heifer takes on more and more significance. For without it, the divine service of the holy temple cannot be resumed. There is a spiritual renaissance today in Israel. After almost 2,000 years, Israel is clearly moving towards the time when the Holy Temple on Mount Moriah, the prophesied third temple, will be rebuilt. What does a red heifer have to do with any of all of this? Well, perhaps it would be difficult for some to believe that a cow could be so important. But in truth, the fate of the entire world... Now, this is the Temple Institute, okay? This is not End Time Ministries. The fate of the entire world depends on the red heifer. For God has obtained ordained that its ashes alone 
are the single missing ingredient for the reinstatement of the biblical purity and thereafter the building, the rebuilding of the holy temple. So, again, I don't believe that, but that's what the Jews believe, and so that's why the significance of the red heifer. The Bible prophesies the rebuilding of the temple. Now, this I do believe. Revelation 11, 1 and 2, John was told to measure the temple and those that worship therein, and a person obviously cannot measure a... Um, a temple if there was no temple to be measured, right? Because this is a future temple. He was not talking about the second temple. He's talking about a future temple that's going to be built. The time given in the prophecy when this event is going to occur, it takes place during the, the 42 months before the second coming of Jesus Christ and the battle of Armageddon. And therefore, this prophecy indicates that the Jewish temple will be standing 42 months before the Second coming, or it's going to be rebuilt during the first three and one-half years of the final seven. Now, that's Revelation 11, 1 and 2. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, it foretells the man of sin, the Antichrist, will sit in the temple of God claiming to be God. And that's the event called the abomination of desolation, which Jesus said would occur 42 months before His second coming. So we have two prophecies stating that the Jewish temple will be rebuilt. Both of them prophesy that the temple will be standing at the same time, 42 months before the Battle of Armageddon, which means it has to have been built prior to that, obviously. So the scriptures also indicate there's soon going to be a peace agreement between the Israelis and the Palestinians, and the prophecies foretell that clearly that the Jewish temple will be completed during the first three and one-half years following the signing of that peace agreement. And, you know, pressure from the international community for Israel to reach a two-state solution to this Palestinian problem, it's never been greater than it is right now. There's all kinds of news stories right now about Mahmoud Abbas going to the international community and saying, hey, I will, I'm willing to negotiate, but I want the Middle East Quartet to be involved. I want the international community, really is what he's saying is, to pressure Israel to conform to our edicts. He wants his two-state solution back to pre-67 borders and, you know, with some certain land swaps and things like that. That's really what he wants. And they're pressuring Israel right now to do that. So, we know the temple cannot be built until Israel has a qualified red heifer for the purification of the Israeli people. And so, when we talk about this project that I'm going to look at this red heifer tomorrow. Um, and they're, they're trying to produce a red heifer. Um, it has been launched, and it, it indicates that we're uh, near... They have had other things launched as well. There's a ranch in Israel. They haven't been able to produce one at this point that has, been, has come of age and has been um, a, a kosher red heifer. So the ones that were born, I think they have 11 of them from down by Houston and different places here in Texas, they have, I think it's 11 qualified red heifers just born. And that's what we'll be going to see tomorrow. And, you know, that could indicate that, hey, we're nearing the time for the building of the third temple. Because God knows the end from the beginning. He's already looked at and said, hey, this is going to happen. That They're going to resume sacrifices 
and they are going to build a third temple. He did not say they need that. He just said that it will happen throughout time. He prophesied it. So we know it's going to happen. It's very close to the time that that will happen. And so who knows? But what maybe the red heifer we see tomorrow could be one of the ones that they use for the purification sacrifice and start the third temple and, you know, we're off to the races at that point. So I know it's all going to play out. When, it, when the final seven years starts, I don't know the answer to that, uh, but it's one of the next two prophecies on God's prophetic timeline. If you want to read, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go through this. If you want to read the biblical instructions about the red heifer, why do they even need one? You can go back to Numbers uh, chapter 19, verses 1 through 22. Just read all down through there and you can see what, what, why they need a purification sacrifice and being in contact with the dead and this, that, and the other. It's all in Numbers 19, 1 through 22. Now, let me just shift gears here on you because I, I, I got a lot to cover. The prophecies foretell a socialistic world government will rule the world in the end time. I watch this all the time. I mean, obviously, you, I talk about it a lot and because world government is one of my interests. I understand where it came from and all the different nuances and how they are trying to cram it down our throats right now. They're trying to do it nicely with a smile on their face. But they're trying to do it even here in the United States. Um, Revelation 17.3, the Bible says that John was carried away in the spirit into the wilderness and he saw a woman sitting on a scarlet colored beast. The woman in Revelation 17 is the false religious system. He saw her sitting on the back of a scarlet colored beast full of names of blasphemy having seven heads and ten horns. The seven-headed ten-horned beast, (coughs) excuse me, seven-headed ten-horned beast is a world government. Revelation 13, 1 and 2. The woman, world religious system. So it's a union of politics and religion. She's sitting on the back. They're, they're, They're aligned totally in the end time. The key is, is that it's a scarlet-colored, seven-headed, ten-horned beast. Other prophecies of the first four seals let us know that the color red, symbolic and Bible prophecy of a socialistic, communistic ideology. So, the end-time world government is going to be a socialistic, communistic, world-governing body. That's easy to see. The United Nations, the seat of world government, has always been a socialistic entity. Okay? So, the efforts to impose, to implement socialism here in the United States and around the world has been, it's, it's really shocking how fast everything has happened. You say, well, communism, that's, that's, you know, they come in by revolution and they just take over militarily and set everything up. I mean, picture like the, um, a, a Bolshevik revolution, I mean, revolution, or the Chinese take over. Uh, 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 and you can see it's just communism, socialism, very subtle. They overtake a country by vote and start to implement socialism into a country. And we've seen it happen over and over and over again until you get to the, uh, a, a country like Venezuela where they're digging through trash to get something to eat because they've taken everybody's money 
and then you're stuck. They say, well, we need to redistribute the wealth. Well, you can only redistribute so much wealth until the wealth's gone. Socialism does not work anywhere. Never has, never will. Well, they're trying to implement that here in America. And there are many ways. My whole lesson next year at my prophecy conference is going to be devoted to this. So I can really drill down in that because I'm not on the radio and TV and I can take a little more time. But I wanted to give you a heads up about what's going on here in America. Newsmax has said, you understand what's going on with Joe Manchin? And he's kind of, uh, over the weekend, issued just almost like a knockout blow, or it would seem, to Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. But Newsmax reported this morning, hey, a watchdog is warning that Joe Biden's plan, he will install Build Back Better through executive orders. This is something we do not want to see happen here in America. So a regulations watchdog predicted that President Joe Biden is going to try to use executive orders to implement his $2 trillion Build Back Better legislation. Uh, the guy's name is Clyde Wayne Cruz. And he uh, works with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. He told the Washington Examiner that President Biden appeared poised to expand federal regulations greatly, especially if he loses control of the House and the Senate in 2022. Now, he says that former President Barack Obama called the approaching ruling, this um, just regulation on our businesses and things, he called it ruling with a pen and a phone. When he lost support on Capitol Hill, that he would just make phone calls, sign executive orders, and that's how he would implement what he wanted to get done rather than going through the House and the Senate, which we know Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan was approved in the House, but it appears that Joe Manchin is going to shoot it down uh, when it comes to a vote in the Senate. Now, but (coughs) it looks like Biden's not going to get his Build Back Better Act at the moment, but the writer said, hey, take it from me, this watchdog, he said, they're going to be using the occasional... um, the, the occasion to say, well, when we do this, we'll use the infrastructure legislation and other precedents and act without Congress, and we'll bring back this infamous pen and phone like President Obama did. So you understand, again, uh, Joe Manchin, he's a Democrat from West Virginia. He said yesterday with, to Brett Baer on Fox News that he will not support his party's Build Back Better legislation. And... You know, it really, it's kind of dealing a, a fatal blow, at least to this point, to Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. And he also told the examiner that democracy is actually a barrier to their goals. So any thread that they can use to in- institute the policies of the Build Back Better program, which is socialistic, everybody, really, that its primary... Uh, aimed at getting able-bodied adults hooked on government programs. When you get hooked on government programs, they can control you. And so it goes on to say that just as you saw Joe Biden and his press secretary, Saki, claim that a 50-year-old law gave them the right to mandate vaccines, you will see them do the same similar grabs and reaches from Obamacare to Um, from the education department and its programs, from Social Security, Medicare, to advance elements of what they call 
the Build Back Better and other progressive passions. You understand Build Back Better really came, uh, that's been talked about in by Klaus Schwab with the World Economic Forum, the United Nations. They've all talked about this Build Back Better. Be- what they're trying to do is to move us off of our, capital- our uh, capitalistic free society, our free market society, and to move socialism in, but not by revolution. By just by implementing these different things, getting you hooked on government, um, these uh, like socialistic plans to get you dependent upon the government and to let allow the government and community, the the um, collectivism, to run your businesses. You can still run, you can still own a business, but they want to be able to say what's done with the profits of that. It's wealth redistribution. They're trying to implement it here in the United States. So let me drill down a little bit farther. The FEE stories. It's a news source. They said that Joe Biden's economic plan um, and the type 2 socialism. I want you to listen very, very closely because this is what Joe Biden's trying to do here in America. Back on July, in July of 2020, when he was still running for president, it would be, uh, let's say, presidential hopeful at that point, Joe Biden. He announced his plans to raise $4 trillion by raising taxes on corporations and the wealthy to mobilize the U.S. economy. He revealed the first part of his Build Back Better uh, plan, which was for economic recovery from the COVID crisis. Well, uh, as Morning Brew, it's another news source, they reported to pay for the spending... Joe Biden plans to raise $4 trillion by raising taxes on corporations and the wealthy. Biden said this will be a mobilization of R&D and procurement investments in ways not seen since World War II. And really to call such a policy socialist, it might seem hyperbolic, right? Partisan scaremongering. How can investments in private enterprises, including small businesses, how can that be socialism? You know, and after all, when you think about a a country transitioning to socialism, you normally, like I said, you picture revolutionaries seizing factories back, like back in 1917 uh, in Russia, or revolutionary governments nationalizing industries like in 2000s again in, in Venezuela. So, but socialism is supposed to arise through confrontational acts. I mean, that's what we would think, and seizure and overthrow by smashing private enterprise, not in it. But that's not what they're doing here in the United States. And we're going to get, I'm going to drill down into it even farther when we get back from the break because we need to understand what's going on and how important what Joe Manchin is doing. Maybe he's just kicking the can down the road. Don't know for sure. But we, simp- we certainly don't want this in America. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, End-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. You know, everyone, th- think of it like this. Now, if, obviously, if you're driving, don't close your, close your eyes. But if you're, it, close your eyes and imagine America today, 2021, going into 2022. Imagine if a foreign entity invaded our country and said, we're going to set up a socialistic country and we're going to overtake you militarily and it's going to be communism in America in just a few weeks. Well, Americans, we would rise up and say, eh, that's not going to happen, and we need to do something, right? But it's how policy feels. It's the feeling when it's very subtle. Everybody's lulled to sleep that they can get things done, and you never know what's happening. It's like boiling the frog all over. Turn the heat up just a little, just a couple degrees, couple degrees, couple more degrees, couple more And the guy just says, well, man, this feels great, you know, when he he boils and he don't even know it. So it's how the policy feels that can mask the reality, which in this case is that investing in private enterprise is one of the most efficient ways of destroying it. So they, they say that there are two patterns for the realization of socialism. The important economist Ludwig von Mises... He wrote in his great treatise, Human Action. The first pattern is purely bureaucratic. All plants, shops, farms are formally nationalized. They are, developed, they're, they're, they are departments of the government operated by civil servants. Everybody pretty much works for the government. Every unit of the apparatus of production stands in the same relation to the superior central organization as does a local post office to the office of the postmaster general. It's socialism. But Mrs. dubbed this term this, the, the Lenin or the, the Russian pattern, since that's how Vladimir Lenin installed socialism in Russia following the October Revolution. Most of you know about that. I won't go into that history. The second pattern, and this is just let me slow way down here. I know I kind of normally talk fast because I get fired up about this stuff, and I'm passionate because this is Bible Prophecy 101. It's coming to pass. 
But the second pattern, listen at this closely, especially you business owners and uh, uh, people that uh, are trying to, trying to even, you're starting a new business or you've been running one for 50 years. The second pattern, Mrs. Continued, nominally and, uh, and seemingly preserves private ownership. You can own a business. Private ownership of the means of production and keeps the appearance of ordinary markets, prices, wages, and interest rates. It lets people feel like they're still in control of their life and their business. And But this market economy, it's a facade. Mrs. Explained. Through mounting interventions, mandates, investments, and things like that by the government, in the economy, the government's sway over business grows and grows to the point where it is the state that ultimately steers production and thus becomes the de facto owner of the means of production. You're a business owner and you're running your business, but you're so regulated by the government, you're putting the time in, you're taking all the risks, but the government is saying how the wealth, the profit is redistributed. You understand? Out into society. With Joe Biden coming along and saying, we're going to tax the rich, we're going to tax the rich. Well, the rich are the ones that own the businesses and things like that, mostly. And so we're going to tax them, we're going to tax them, we're going to tax them, and they, we want to get everybody dependent upon the government for government subsidies and all this other stuff, and we're going to tax the rich and we're going to redistribute it. And before you know it, you got socialism in your country and you didn't even know it. Mrs. called this the Hindenburg or the German pattern of realizing socialism because that is how Paul von Hindenburg, the leader of the German Imperial Army, imposed wartime socialism on Germany during World War I. Also how socialism later reemerged under the Nazis. And this form of socialism can seem like capitalism, even to those operating within it. Former business owners, they may think they are still at the helm of their enterprises, but Mrs. has explained that it's, it's just an illusion. There are, however, no longer entrepreneurs, but shop managers for the government. These shop managers, they're seemingly instrumental in the conduct of the enterprises entrusted to them. They buy and sell. They hire, discharge. You're running a business. And they contract debts, they pay interest and amortization. But in all their activities, they are bound to obey unconditionally the orders issued by the government's supreme office of production management. And this office tells the shop managers what and how to produce and what prices and from whom to buy and what prices and whom to sell. And it assigns every worker to his job and fixed wages like this minimum uh, wage, like $15 or whatever. I mean, $15 an hour on some of these businesses that are barely scraping by, you'll put them out of business. But people don't think about that. If you've never run a business before, you're going to be, you have no idea. You can just regulate and the economy comes to a screeching halt. Inflation starts to rise. A lot of different things happen. And it decrees to whom on what terms the capitalist must entrust their funds, which you either have a free society or you do not. Understand, 
How has America become the richest nation on the planet in just, what, 240-some years? How'd that happen? Because people were allowed to start businesses and were, they were allowed to fail, which allowed many of them to start a bigger and better business. And that's how capitalism rolls. And everybody, it's the American dream. If you want to start a business, become a millionaire, that's your goal. Go out, get an education, read a book, change your life, go after it. In a socialistic society, that doesn't happen. The managers, Mistress went on to say, he speaks of that they are of, of no longer entrepreneurs, but have become essential bureaucrats. But they become, you know, going through the motions of entrepreneurship. And similarly, the workers no longer participate in true labor market, but are mobilized and essentially assigned jobs by the state. And then Mrs. concluded by saying this. Market exchange, it's merely a sham. All the wages, prices, interest rates are fixed by the government. They are wages, prices, and interest rates in appearance only. And in fact, they are merely quantitative terms in the government's orders determining each citizen's job, their income, consumption, standard of living. Now, we're not there yet. But this is a lot of things that President Biden was wanting to implement through some of this stuff. Regulation, regulation, regulation. The government directs all production activities. In other words, what they want to do is to get everybody dependent upon the government. That's why there's so much socialism in President Biden's Build Back Better plan. It was really to get everybody dependent more upon the government. And what it is, it's turning the heat up on the frog. Really slowly. It looks like, hey, we're making, we're building back better. We're making investments in our economy. And for people, we're going to give them free this and free that. When really, it's enslaving people. You're dependent upon the government. The shop managers, they goes on to say that they're subject to the government. Not the demands of the marketplace in a free capitalistic society. And this is socialism under the outward guise of the terminology of capitalism. Or like the uh, Rothschild lady, uh, um, I can't remember her name, something de Rothschild. She calls it inclusive, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism. You know, some labels of the capitalistic market economy, they're retained, but they signify something entirely different from what they mean in the market economy. And these market labels, they don't actually do anything to coordinate production. And therefore, socialism with a capitalistic, let's say a veneer, will be plagued with the same chaos that always afflicts plain-faced socialism. Socialism has been cataclysmically lethal wherever it has been tried and will always be so. It it makes no difference whether it emerges through nationalization or intervention, it is absolutely vital that we come to grips with that now because implementing a plan like President Biden's would be, the the Build Back Better would be a great leap toward the second pattern of socialism described by Mrs. or a type 2 socialism as we might call it since it has the lethal diabetes of any other disease. 
the, the more public investment the tech industry gets, the, uh, the more government bureaucrats will hold sway over tech entrepreneurs until eventually the tech industry is effectively nationalized. You understand? The only money the government has to give out is what they've collected from us. And so when they run out of the middle class money, then they've got to say, well, we've got to tax the rich. And everybody becomes, becomes dependent upon the government. So the more that small businesses are supported by the government, the more they will be subjugated to the state. He who pays the piper calls the tune, right? It's the golden rule. The one with the gold makes all the rules. And the more that actually market profits are taxed away to finance all this investment under the Build Back Better plan and support, the more that entrepreneurs will devolve into subservient um, minions dependent upon the government for their income. So what makes type 2 socialism especially pernicious is it not only is its deceptive appearance, but how smoothly it can emerge. Instead of being uh, menaced with seizure and captains of industry, uh, they're seduced with investment. The government wants to invest. Instead of being marched into labor camps, workers are lulled into docility or they're ready to accept control or instruction with support. Socialism has destroyed destroyed far more lives than any single pandemic ever could. And we must not let pandemic over one threat drive us into the maw of a much greater one. The Build Back Better plan. It's not a good thing. It's not an investment in America. The Build Back Better and the World Economic Forum's Great Reset and all this Council for Inclusive Capitalism They're all reaching for the same goal, everybody. If you think about it, I found an article a while back from Fox Business. And I know Fox is leaning way left now. They've just come out with this big, uh, they said that their weather station now, Fox Weather, is going to start adopting the the, uh, and supporting the climate change propaganda. I just saw that on Newsmax. But this was from Fox Business, and the title of the article was Joe Biden's Disturbing Connection to the Socialist Great Reset Movement. You wonder why he talks about Build Back Better. Because the World Economic Forum, who came out with the Great Reset, has been talking about Build Back Better for years. And so all these guys are in it together. And so now you know how important it is what Joe Manchin saying no to this over the weekend why you've got Ilan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and, Cortez and Bernie Sanders attacking Joe Manchin right now because he said no to the Build Back Better plan. Pure socialism. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. So remember what we're talking about here, everybody. The Bible says that the end-time world government will be a socialistic, communistic, one-world governing body. Will that be fully implemented here in the United States? I don't think so. Because the Bible says that the United States will not be fully engaged in the world governing body in the end time, and we will stand with and support Israel. You say, well, man, Dave, it sure doesn't look like that. I understand what it looks like now. But there's still a God in heaven. God wrote the Bible, and God knows exactly where we're at. You say, Dave, you're kind of scaring me with all this. Trust in God. God is going to take us through all this stuff. I'm not scared a bit. I know all about it, and I'm not scared. I've never lost one week of sleep over this stuff. Because I don't walk by sight, I'm walking by faith. My faith and hope and trust is in Jesus Christ. Not in my government, by no means. But I'm, I'm trusting the Lord. And that's, one of my, that's my main message today. Yes, they are trying to cram this stuff down our throat. What should we do? Trust the Lord. Keep your hand. Be born again. Prepare yourself for the second coming. Once you do that, then you're, you're on a whole other plane, everybody. You're trying to win people to God. You've got a purpose. You're moving through life. And you know I'm in, the, I'm in God's will. I'm trusting Him, living for Him, winning people to God. And it becomes awesome. And you can walk through this world in utter chaos. And you can have a peaceful life. I do it every day. Do things happen? Sure. Have I ever got a flat tire? Yep, things have happened to me, but I still lead a peaceful life because I know I'm in the will of God. I'm doing His will every day. I got a daily prayer life, studying the Word of God, trying to win people to God, building His kingdom, sharing the gospel of the kingdom of God around the world. And I'm living in peace. The Bible says, where sin doth abound, grace doth much more abound. You've got to increase your faith in the Word of God, your faith in Jesus Christ, you got to be born again, live for Him. That's the way to live. Now, with that said, I've got more to tell you about socialism because there's so much going on right now. You've got to know about this stuff. Fox Business. They come out with an article. Joe Biden's disturbing connection to the socialist Great Reset movement. You say, well, I, I, you know, he's been in office about a year and a half and... You know, he doesn't, or just about a year almost, I guess. It seems like a long time. He's not even been in office a year yet, has he? Well, anyway, a pledge by Biden, the article states, a pledge by Biden to support the Great Reset would pose a grave threat to liberty and free markets in the United States. They're all working for the same goal. To implement a world-governing body, They have to be, because socialism, communism, it's all about control. That's why they love that ideology. Capitalism is about freedom. So they want to control the the sustainable development goals by the United Nations. It's all about control. 
of every person on the earth. They cannot realize the dreams of a world government or the sustainable development goals without getting rid of capitalism. Capitalism is freedom. You have to control people. You have to control their money. So why do you think there's such a huge move to implement socialistic principles here in the United States and to get a hold of our education system so they can indoctrinate the children because that's the next generation coming up. And then before you know it, you got a socialistic country and nobody even know how it happened. So Joe Biden, this, the, the, the Great Reset, uh, his, his um, affiliation with that, it's perhaps the biggest danger. That, so the, the, implement, the move off of shareholder capitalism and the move towards stakeholder capitalism where the community is involved in a business and disperses the profits, that's probably the, the biggest danger to capitalism and individual rights since the collapse of the Soviet Union. What is the Great Reset? Simply put, it's a growing movement backed by many of the world's most powerful business leaders. Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, he's one of the leaders. And I've got, wait till you hear, all you guys that will come out to my prophecy conferences this next year, I've got video clips, I've got stuff. They're working on it right now. It's going to be awesome. Just wait until you see how far off they are in some of this stuff. It's going to blow your mind. But some of the most powerful business leaders, government officials, left-wing activists, The Great Reset aims to push the reset button on the global economy. What are they really trying to do? They're trying to destroy the current capitalistic system because they're a section of the the populace that has freedom. They're capitalists. They can can work and make money, make more money if they want to work harder. They can do... But it's galling these globalists because they can't get their hands on them and they can't control them. And so you have to get globalists in the White House that want to implement these systems. And they have that with President Biden. You say, well, uh, Dave, I can't believe you're being so political. I don't care if it was Republicans doing this. I'd be talking about them. I, my main thing is they're trying to implement socialism here in the United States. The Bible says the end time world government ruled by the Antichrist will be a socialistic, socialistic system. And I don't want anything to do with it. I want to have freedom to worship who I want to worship. You say, well, what's this got to do with that? So just uh, recently, there was a photographer. I'll give you for instance, and then we'll jump back into this. I wish I had two or three hours today because I got so much information. But there was a photographer. You know, they're pushing agendas in America. You know know what's going on. They are, uh, there was a photographer in New York recently, a young lady, probably in her mid-30s, photographer, Christian, decided that she, well, because of her Christian beliefs, she says, look, if you are lead the LGBTQ lifestyle, I can take pictures of you, no problem. High school pictures, whatever. But if you want me to take pictures of your wedding, I can't do that because I cannot, my Christian beliefs won't allow me to condone a certain thing by taking pictures of that. You know, it's like the bakers and all these other uh, people. Well, it all went to court and the judge threw it out. 
He wouldn't even listen to the case. And so she was stuck. And it, there's a possibility she may lose her business. She may get fined, all kinds of stuff. Unless they said, you want to start condoning this. And on your website, you have to say, I will do any type of wedding. With any type of lifestyle. Blah, blah, blah. Now, she's a Christian photographer. So imagine if a government gained control of the United States who believed in this ideology. Imagine the regulation at that point. So me as a Christian, I don't want anything to do with that because I don't want anybody controlling the way I live, my pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness, and how I... How I, um, who, what, who, or what I worship, how I worship, my religion, I can practice that freely. I don't want anybody controlling that. I'm going to worship Jesus Christ until I hear a trumpet sound and he comes back to get me. Or I pass on before then. Either way. And so I don't want a government telling me, and supposedly our First Amendment protects us from that. But yet you've got people that, nope, you don't align up with this a world religious system and everything else, all these other agendas that we're trying to push. So um, th- there's another one. A, uh, there is a, I, I've heard about a female, I, or I, I, I'm sorry, scratch that. There is a guy who is saying he's a female that is participating in girls' swim teams, swim meets. And I saw a race the other day. I can't remember if it was a 1,500 or a 2,500 meter or something like that. He came in 40 seconds ahead of the girl behind him. Ahead of, ahead of who, the girl that came in second. 40 seconds, everybody. And yet these girls are having to participate on that. Well, they don't want anybody saying anything about that. This is the America that we're living in now. That a And, and everybody in the news was calling this guy a she or a her. And I'm scratching my head thinking, Lord, help me. Because I'm a Christian man, a minister, I'm trying to do what's right. But I see this stuff and I got people that are telling me, don't talk about that. Don't mention that on the radio. Don't, uh, we, we can't go down that road. And I'm like, wait, 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 but hold up. The Bible says God created a male and a female, and said, this is good. And Satan has been trying to pollute that ever since. And so there are a lot of people here in America that would not even want me to mention something like that on the radio, that God made a male and a female. And no matter how many surgeries and drugs you take and all this other stuff, a man cannot become a woman, and a woman cannot become a man. God made that. And so... I'm just sitting here looking at America and all the things. Well, if you lived in a true communistic, socialistic society, they will want to control your ideologies, your belief systems. We see it happening now, and we're not full-on socialism. But yet you've got people that want to implement uh, the LGBT community. And, you know, it really comes down to social chaos. If you can get everybody against each other and everything going on, then people can control you. You understand that people implement chaos to control people. If everybody were united and at peace, nobody could control us. 
So it's very, very important that we understand really what's going on in America. We need to continue to pray for America daily. God help us. Because we've done some things that are not really pleasing in your eyes. We're repenting of that. God, we want to turn from our wicked ways and we want to serve you. And so I, I, don't, I don't want to move into a socialistic, communistic entity, an ideology. Communistic is it's totally godless. They want people in China. They don't want people looking to their deity in Christian churches. They are hammered down on Christian churches right now. They're going into the churches, taking down crosses, anything to do with Jesus, and putting pictures of the late leader of China, Mao Zedong, who killed millions of Chinese, and the current leader, uh, Xi Jinping. They're putting pictures up of them in, quote-unquote, Christian churches. Because in times of crises... They don't want people looking to their deity. They don't want them looking to Jesus Christ. They want them looking to the government. That's communism. I don't want that here in the United States. I want freedom. And that's what's going on here. The, 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 them trying to implement all these socialistic programs and trying to get control of people to where we can tell you who to worship. You say, well, they're not going to come right out and tell you who to worship. Yeah, but they can get a, a Christian photographer and tell them who she can take pictures of. Think about that. I mean, how far have we come in America, everybody? So, I didn't, man, I got, I got out of pages of stuff to go over, but the thing is, is that I want to lead a Christian life. It's the only way we're going to make it. I love these people. I love Joe Biden. I would love to teach Joe Biden a Bible study. I would today. But, the, the ideology of some of these people, it's beyond me. And I pray for him. And because some of these things they're trying to do in America, it's not a good thing. And it's all prophesied, not necessarily for America, but most of the world, and they already are, it's going to be socialistic. It's prophesied in the Bible to happen just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. I want to make sure Dave Robbins is right. I want to make sure that you guys are right, and that's why we continue this program every single day. God bless. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com. 